Hi, I'm Janessa McKenzie, the brand human, and I help entrepreneurs gain the mindset, messaging, and visibility to unapologetically show up and build their brands. So how do you build your brand from the inside out? This is the Elevate Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Elevate Podcast. I'm here with Ken Westgard. He is the host of the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast, and he helps health, wellness, and fitness coaches plan and execute their online courses and membership launches. And today, we're going to talk all about launches, launches, launches. Hey, Ken, what's going on? Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. I'm excited to be on your podcast and, you know, get this podcast off the off the, the charts. Yeah. I know. I'm excited, too. So... Just so everyone knows, go listen to Ken's podcast because I will be at, what am I, when is my episode dropping, Ken? April? Oh uh, yeah, I think it was mid, mid, mid April, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely check that out. Yeah. yeah. It's a good go, one. Yeah. Go subscribe to Ken's podcast and you'll hear me there in a, in a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So Ken, tell us uh, what you do and who you help and why you help them. Yeah. Uh, like you said, I help uh, health, wellness, and fitness coaches plan and execute their online courses and membership launches. So in a nutshell, I want them to have a more profitable launch and I want them to be more easy and more fun. And I do this by using my four-step process, um, you know, where they kind of plan out the launch, they review it and then improve it um, so that, you know, it makes things a little bit easier. I like to say that you know, when it comes to launch, uh, planning is 80% of the work. And the mm. actual launch, when you're actually doing a launch, that's just the rest of the 20%. So that means if you do plan ahead and you do all the work before the launch comes, it's going to be a breeze. You're going to yeah. have so much support. Yeah. Awesome. So for the people that are listening that might not know what a launch is, why don't we start mm. there? All right. Let's start there. Uh, <laughs> basically, a launch is if you have something like online course membership, which is what I'm focusing on, you want to get that out to your audience or your people. Um, and by doing that, you do something that we call a launch. So basically, you just uh, create this space where people get to buy or get access to your online course membership. So you kind of promote this through a series of a period of time. Mm-hmm. That's in a nutshell what it is. Yeah. So, and there's lots of different ways they could do that, right? So lots of different ways. Yeah, yeah. totally. So I know I have done like live launches mm-hmm. and there's like webinars. Yes. And you got the video series, video which series. is really popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can do an email launch. You can do a challenge launch. You might be able to do a challenge for instance. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's tons of ways to do it. Um, but I think it's important that you kind of focus on, Maybe not doing something that you feel really uncomfortable with. I mean, if you don't feel mm-hmm. comfortable doing a webinar launch, uh, you don't like to sit in front of the camera and all that stuff. Uh, maybe try something else. Start with you know with something that feels a little bit more comfortable. And I mean, it still needs to be a little bit uncomfortable because you don't want to stay in the comfort zone too much, you know, because that doesn't push you forward at all. Right. But, uh, but again, you know, um, a launch is something that will definitely take a lot of your energy. So you want to make sure that you preserve your energy in the right way. So you don't kind of exhaust yourself doing the wrong thing for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I totally agree. You want to definitely push yourself outside your comfort zone a little bit, but not too Mm -hmm. much so that you're like, you know, really overwhelmed and stressed out by, you know, all this, I don't want to say all this work up front, but I mean, there is work up front, right? So yeah, you got to plan, you got to have your content ready, like figure out what you're going to do, how long your cart's going to be open for and all your ads and graphics and copy and all that good stuff, right? <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, <laughs> it I, is a lot. Yeah, I understand that people can get overwhelmed just by thinking about how much stuff they need to do. Um, mm. But you can't keep it easy. I mean, you don't have to do all those things all at once. If, I mean, don't do Facebook ads if you haven't done that before. You yeah. know, wait uh, further down the line after a couple of launches, maybe you, then you can put in, you know, some Facebook ads. Um, so, you know, you can add on with each launch that you do, you can add on something new to kind of test things out, but you want to make sure that you at least have like the first launch is something that you feel comfortable with doing so that you 
you know, you have something that you can build on and learn from and then kind of move on to the next one and build on that. Yeah. Mm. So, and then before your launch, we have yeah. a launch runway, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Um, Tell us about uh, that. Yeah, a lot of people probably don't know what that means, but no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just kind of uncover what that means. Well, yeah. basically, launch runway is before you have the actual launch, where you kind of let people know that you know you're opening in the doors to your online course of membership. Uh, you have something that we call launch runway. So that could be basically anything from, let's say, three months to you know uh, maybe two weeks. So, but it's basically you're kind of preparing people for what's to come. So you kind of start out early, getting people aware of what uh, what's happening. And uh, you know, you make sure that people understand who you are, and you talk about yourself, and you know, you talk about your values and all that stuff. Then you kind of move on to the next stage where you kind of make sure that they understand that you know what this is. But you don't give out the details in a whole sense. So you kind of just hint about what's coming and what it, how it can benefit them. Yeah. And you kind of get into you know, the pre-launch, which is basically where you kind of uh, get ready for the launch and you really talk about the launch that's coming in the next week or so. So, but, so it's like a teaser. Yeah, it's like a teaser. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So you want to make sure that you start this as early as you can because – it takes a while to get people warmed up. I know oh, there's a lot of different numbers on this, but you know, people need a lot of touch points with you before they actually feel comfortable buying from you. Mm-hmm. I've heard anything from like seven to 17 to, you know, 30. Yeah. But the point is that they, a need a lot of, they need a lot of touch points before they're ready. I mean, they're not going to buy the first time, uh, you know, they see you. That's like, this analogy, you know, you go on a date with somebody, you don't ask them to get married on the first date. Right. You go on a couple of days before right. we get to that point, you know. And the same thing is with the launches and getting people from buying from you. You need to kind of work them, warm the public up and, you know, make sure that he, they feel comfortable and that they trust and no one like you. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's huge. Like the no like trust factor is, is mm-hmm. a big deal. Which is why we, you know, nurture the audience that we have, no matter how big or small it is. Yeah, exactly. That's a really important thing to think about. You know, when you're doing a launch, uh, first thing is that you don't know who is watching, who's listening. Mm. Uh, You know, people tend to be really, you know, silent and just kind of observe things happening. They don't really respond or engage maybe. So you got to make sure that you think about, okay, I'm doing this. Maybe there's one person out there that's, that I'm helping with this stuff mm-hmm. and you know, whether, it, and for that one person, he or she doesn't know if there's a one or if there's a hundred people out there watching yeah. and feeling the same way, but you got to deliver in the same way, no matter what though. Right. Yeah. And you got to deliver, you know, in the, in the context that there are thousands of people watching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And bring this, the energy and the, you know, the knowledge and the value while you're building up to this, you know, launch of your product. Mm-hmm. Um, so that people, you know, feel like they're, I mean, the biggest thing I think on social media, because usually that is how we, how people launch or how people get people into their launch sequence. Absolutely. Yeah. Is through their social media audiences or their email audience or you know, however Mm. they're going to get them there, blog traffic or whatever. The big thing is, is that, you know, those people need to be seen, like feel like they are being seen and heard. So Mm. because it's social media and a lot of, you know, you can't always see people face to face. Like we could do live video or, you know, something like that. And people can see us, but we can't see them. So sometimes it feels like, even though you're connected, you're not connected. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. So it's so important to just like talk to people like you're talking to your best friend mm-hmm. and just have a conversation with them instead of feeling or sounding like you're reading from a script or, you know, I mean, granted, have your notes because yeah. we all need our notes, right? I, I need my notes. <laughs> Definitely. Um, 
you know, whether it's, uh, you know, doing a Facebook live or you're just uh, doing an f- Instagram story or whatever it is, it's always good to have like at least some kind of outline or some kind of plan of what you're going to talk about so that you kind of get the message through. And it's just simple as, you know, putting up a bullet list. That's it. Yeah. A couple of bullet points and you're good to go. It doesn't have to be more advanced than that, but you don't have to script it all out though. That's, uh, that's overkill. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you say to those people that are going, holy crap, a launch sounds like a lot of work. Like, is this something I can do alone? Uh, totally. Of course. Uh, I mean, a lot of people do this alone. So mm-hmm. of course you can't do it alone. Um, and often we start out doing things alone because, you know, there's so much stuff. Uh, and if you're just starting out your business or you kind of been doing a business for a little while, but maybe the funding is not right there at the moment. So mm-hmm. hiring someone to help you out, that could be an extra cost that you can't really afford right now. Mm-hmm. And I totally get that. Um, so you kind of tend to, you know, f- try to figure out everything on your own. And that goes from, you know, Facebook ads to copywriting to building the sales page, connecting all the gears that needs to fit together and make sure that this works as a well machinery, basically. Yeah. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with trying to figure out things on your own. I think, you know, if you use Facebook ads, uh, as an example, I think it's important that we at least understand the basics of how Facebook ad works right. before you kind of get somebody else to do it. Because when they're going to report back to you, you need to understand what they're talking about. Because mm-hmm. if you don't understand the basics, then the numbers just will be, you know, It'll look like a different language. Yeah, a totally different language. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I think what am imp- I looking at here? Is this good? Yeah. Is this bad? What is going on? Yeah, tell me, tell me. So I think that goes for everything. So, you, you know, basic understanding copywriting, basic understanding of how you build a sales page and how it works. And yeah, just knowing the basics of everything, I think that still is important. And I think that's why, it's, you know, doing the first launches is good to kind of get your feet wet and do it on your own, to be honest. Yeah. And once you're getting, you know, more advanced and you're getting ready to get some help, um, I totally recommend getting some help because um, I don't know if a lot of people know, but when you're going into launch, um, I would say, I don't know, uh, let's say 50% of the work is the inner work with yourself. Mm. When you're in the midst of the launch, you know, the mindset can really screw things up for you. Um you know, that first day, maybe you get a few sales when you're getting opening the doors for mm-hmm. your online course of membership and you feel good about that. Okay. That's great. And then you're getting into like day two and three and nothing is happening. Mm. It's crickets. It's no sales maybe, or maybe just a few sales and you're getting nervous and you're getting cold feet and you thinking, okay, maybe I should just, you know, drop the whole launch and, this is not working and yeah, it's an yeah. emotional or, roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Or sure. maybe I should add another bonus or maybe yeah. I should, you know, do this or that. Yeah. So no. many, maybe I should think. Yes. Stop shitting on yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop shitting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's, it, it's crazy. Um, yeah. My very first launch um, was a big fat goose egg. Like, but it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, you know, a really good experience for me. Like I know what I felt like I could improve on, mm-hmm. which, you know, was really bringing it. Like I was so nervous that I didn't bring the energy. Like I didn't yeah. bring it. I didn't bring me, you know? Exactly. So, you know, and, and there was a lot, there was a lot of pieces. Like yeah. you, my poor VA was like, what are you doing? When I was putting all of the stuff into our like project management thing, she kept getting all of these um, notifications in her, you know, email or her app or whatever it was. And it was like, ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and As I'm can... adding all the stuff and I'm like, sorry, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'll explain be, it all shortly. <laughs> I can guarantee you there's so many things that are going to go wrong when you're launching as well. There's yeah. never, I've, I don't think I've ever heard about launch just going off perfectly. There's always something that goes wrong, whether it's technical or if it's something that you forgot or, you know, whatever it is, there's something that's going to go wrong. So that, that is exactly why I think it's so important that kind of get that planning. I'm so focused on that 
you know, plan out ahead so that you can free up some mind space for, you know, your emotions and how you feel. And, you know, if things go wrong, you still have, you know, all that available time to kind of dive into that and fix it instead of, you know, oh my God, I got to fix this. But I also need to get, you know, that email ready and I need to get that uh, post for that social media. Oh, I forgot about my webinar slides. You know, if you're trying to do all that while you're launching and you're dealing with the emotions and things kind of screws up, it's, um, yeah, you're going to break down and cry, to be honest. I was just going (laughs) to say, it's going to turn into like this puddle of like raw nerves. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, before you launch, you definitely have to get in the mind space of, I am going to do the best that I can with what Mm -hmm. I have. And I'm going to deal with what, comes as it comes and I'm not going to freak out and mm-hmm. you know and then you know when it happens when when that thing because it will you know whatever it is like the email didn't go out to like my first one I think I sent out like the email at the wrong time like before I even did a live it went out and was like hey did you see that like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, well I can tell you a story about my client's uh, launch that we did just mm-hmm. last week I think it was actually yeah. And this was not her first launch. I mean, we've done probably 10 launches before this, but I can't, you know, so many things went wrong. Even we'd started like a, two days earlier because we wanted to invite, you know, some early members that had been members of her membership before and invited them back in because she had designed a new web app and everything was, you know, uh, improved. So we want to invite them a little bit earlier and we sent out an email and she did a little live in the Facebook group. And, you know, we thought everything was good to go. The The web app should be fine. Everything was working, but mm-hmm. it turns out it didn't. So when they signed up, they get, you know, without paying, actually, they got straight into oral oh, no. and they got full access. And we're like, what's going on? Why are people getting access? This wasn't supposed to happen. So we had oh. to deal with that. And then all of a sudden there were some redirections to, you know, the wrong pages and all. It took us a couple of days to kind of fix that. So we had to push the actual launch uh, a day ahead, a day later, actually, yeah. uh, just to make sure that we got everything working before we launched to, you know, 4,000 people instead of just a couple of hundred people. So that was crazy. And she decided not to do a webinar because she had so many other things happening and she didn't want to do that because she, like I said, you know, energy wise, she was feeling drained. She didn't want to do it. And I was like, you know what, don't do it. Because if you can't bring, you know, the energy to the webinar, people are going to notice that and Mm. you're not going to get the effect that you're looking for. Totally. Um, But all in all, uh, even though she feels like the launch didn't go as well as she hoped, uh, we still almost reached the goal that we set out for her. So awesome. You know, even though things look, really dark at the beginning <laughs> once we got into it everything was planned and everything was going well and you know we could just sit back and kind of relax and make sure that we collected everything that we needed to get together and yeah it worked out perfectly in the end after all but oh my god in the beginning the f- first couple of two three days was a total mess yeah 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 and you know having that support from you i'm sure she was like oh thank you god you know yeah. like because when it, you know, when that happens and it all seems like it's falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, it, and you're standing there on your own. Yeah. You have nobody to turn to. And yeah, yeah like she says, she would have broken down and cried and just kind of given up because yeah. like I said, you know, she had a couple of sales, day two and three, very little sales. And, you know, the last day obviously is, this is very typical too. And, you know, the last day people wait to the last day to buy something, obviously. Yeah. But, and then They're she waiting got like, for all those good bonuses. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, I think maybe 60% of sales came in on the last day. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. So if she'd given up, she would said no to all of that. I know. And no to, you know, all to all that. And the fact that all those people that now she's impacting, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, I told her that, you know, this is not about you. This is about the people that you potentially can help in the future and change their lives. So, yeah. So, you know, even if you get, if you launch and you get one person, like, awesome. 
that's awesome. Like go and serve the hell out of that one person because mm-hmm. now, and they're going to tell all their, you know, all their people about the amazing experience that they had with you. Yeah. It starts with one. You just yeah. need to get that one. I know it's, it's probably hard to, when you're sitting in the middle of it and you're just getting that one person to sign up, it feels <laughs> devastating. And you're just like, why? I don't want to do this. Mm. But like you said, you know, if you can help that one person, then you have like one testimonial and you have one person that will tell other pers- people, you know, about you. Yeah. And the ball will start rolling and eventually, you know, you will get there. But yeah, we have no such thing as overnight success. No. Never, never, I mean, <laughs> never. <laughs> even never the people that. that even the people that look like they've had overnight success really have not had overnight success. No, they have been building up this like the last three, four, five years probably, and oh, maybe even longer. You don't, you yeah. know, you never know. I mean, it it does. It sometimes it takes a while, and I I get a lot of my clients will come to me and be like, I've been doing this a month and a half, and I. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, that's awesome. Great. Let's plant some more seeds, mm-hmm. you know, like let's nail down all your stuff and let's plant your seeds and they will come, you know, that, like it will grow. You have to walk, keep watering it, you know? Yeah. And that's the hard part. Like that's where I think a lot of, you know, people that weren't meant to be true entrepreneurs stop. They stop yeah. there. They're like, okay, this is too hard. Like I can't wait for this little seedling to grow into mm-hmm. a big flower it's taking too long i can't do this and they let the they talk themselves right out of it yeah quitting is like the biggest mistake that you can do yeah, yeah. You, if you can get through that hard part you're golden like just yeah. keep going keep yeah. going keep pushing and you will get there it's just yeah. a matter of when instead of you know n- never <laughs> exactly <laughs> Because that's that's, that's sure. definitely if you quit, it's never gonna happen. That's for sure. If you keep on pushing, right. it most likely will happen at some point. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, that's when when you're like, oh damn, like this was this was totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, do you want to get to the point where you're saying, yes, I did it, or do you want to get to the you know where you're saying, damn it, I wish I did. You know, exactly. those are the those are your choices. Yeah, so, exactly. He, Ken and I are here to tell you to get to the point where you're like, hell yes, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I want to go back to your client's launch real quick. So yeah, if, um, you know, if she had turned into a, a, you know, raw nerve puddle of overwhelm and stress, do you, mm-hmm. do you think that she would have considered her launch a failure? Uh, oh yeah. yeah, I think I think she, she did actually think mm. the launch was a failure after you know the first two days, because you know things didn't go as she wanted to or as she had planned because of the web app wasn't working as it was supposed to be, and you know she didn't feel like she was getting the sales, and we had set um, a goal of getting two hundred up to two hundred fifty members, so she was at. I don't know, around maybe 100, 110 members at that moment. Mm-hmm. And we want to boost that up to 250. So she was like, this is not happening. She got like 20, 30 sales, you know, the first couple of days. And she didn't feel like this is not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so already in those first days, she, she was thinking that this was a failed launch. But, you know, it turns out, we almost reached a goal. I think we got to 246, but still a couple of people who didn't get an access because we had some issues with, you know, uh, the credit card not going through and all that stuff. So uh, we're planning on just letting them in after. But uh, so we'll, we'll reach that 250 goal. And to me, that is a success if we reach that goal. But I think it's important to not get too hung up on goals that you set for yourself as well, mm. because... You know, if you set the goals, you kind of screw things up for yourself as well. I think it's important to have goals so you have something to work towards, but don't get too attached to them. Yes. Because if you do and you don't reach them, you're going to put all meaning to it and you're going to feel like a failure and blah, 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 all that stuff. And that is not good for you at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so important to just kind of, 
okay, if I didn't reach that goal, that's fine. Um, doesn't mean anything. Uh, maybe we can look back at the launch and look at what could have been done better, what didn't work, what did work, and kind of just look at it as a, you know, an opportunity to learn something from the launch instead. Yeah, I, exactly. You, yeah. you can't, you know, I have a whole, you know, we could go into a whole rabbit hole here of, <laughs> about goals, but yeah, you know, let goal, a goal is really just like the North star of, yeah. of your business, right. Or launch or whatever you're setting a goal for. Mm-hmm. That's, that's your direction. Yeah. It's, it doesn't mean anything. It means that that's what you're shooting for. Mm-hmm. And to, that, yeah, it's important to have something to aim for. In exactly. The yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, and that's the biggest problem when with the mindset of setting a goal, like you just said, you know, people feel like they're a failure if they didn't reach the goal. Mm-hmm. Well, that goal means nothing about you. Like nope. you reaching it or not reaching it has no attachment to who you are, what you're worth, or, you know, any, anything else. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything about you. It means that that's the goal that you set. That's what it yeah. means. And how did you, you know, <clears throat> make this conclusion that this goal is the goal? I mean, where did the goal come from? Is it, you know, some past uh, experiences that you had that you make you set this goal or did you just put your finger in the air and kind of, yeah, let's go for this goal and see what yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's some people, you know, that's, that's how you get to it. You're like, Oh, I would love to have, you know, double my, my launch from the last time I launched, or, you know, if it's the first time you're launching, you're like, Oh, I want a hundred members or a hundred sales or whatever it is. But we're not reverse engineering that sometimes like you're, mm-hmm. you're setting, I think one of the other issues is, is that we set a goal, but then we don't map it out as to actually how we're going to get to that goal. Mm-hmm. So all the steps to get to the goal, you're like, Oh, this is my goal. This is my goal. And then you launch, but you don't really have a set map as to how you're going to get to that goal. It's like getting in a car and telling the GPS to just take you somewhere. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I'm going. Just take me somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So to, you know, make sure that you're, you're setting the goal and it's, especially on a launch, like you, it's gotta be relatively realistic, right? Well, I think you can put like, as I like to put three types of goals. Yeah. Like, like you said, the realistic goal that you feel like this is achievable. And mm-hmm. then you have a goal that's, you know, a little bit better and still within reach. And then you have like this hairy, scary goal that you really wish that you could have, but not sure that you could reach. But yeah, so you kind of why have, the hell not, right? Why the hell not? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so why the hell not goal? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and that that's great advice too to have the three goals because you know, and I don't. I've heard people call them the small goal, the medium goal, and the big goal. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I I like the way that you put it better. Like that reachable, achievable goal, the one that you know is a bigger but still within reach. Mm-hmm. It's like that little stretch, you know, yeah. you got to go for the stretch. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then the big, huge, like what the hell goal? Like, Oh my God, I want that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the one that you just keep working towards every time you launch, you know what I yeah. mean? But knowing what you're going to get to, or, you know, what you're, you're realistically shooting for during a launch is you know, really important for anything. I mean, you know, even yeah. business, you know, like it doesn't have to goals, be a launch, I mean, goals, yeah. whatever, whatever goals, you know, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you're going to set a goal for, you know, you got to have something that is tangible and then you got to have your holy shit goal. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's the, that's my ultimate success goal, you know? Yeah. So, but- yeah. Oh, when, once you reach those goals, though, that you're going to have to set a new goal, which is yeah. even hairier and scarier. So you're always going to be chasing that 
goal, but yeah, you need to have something reached for in the beginning, no matter what though. Exactly. Yeah. And then you, you reach that big, hairy, that very first big, hairy, scary goal. And you're like, Oh, now I got to go bigger. Like, Mm -hmm. and that just sets up a whole new set of mindset issues, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Because then you're going to go through everything you just went through to get to those goals again. Yeah, you know? it never stops. So no, it doesn't. No, no, this, this is, it, it will never stop. You're always going to have something, uh, you know, different thing to worry about with mm-hmm. every new step that you get to or new goal that you get to. Yeah. Uh, and in just in life period, like you just don't yeah. stop growing, right? Like you don't ever get to, I know everything and I, you know, here I am, I am now like one with the universe. Mm-hmm. Like that happens when we're no longer on this earth. Like that's when that yeah. happens. So, <laughs> well, so just keep, keep going and know that, you know, you're not failing when the next thing comes up and you're like, I thought I dealt with this already. Mm. You know, like I really thought that my mindset was past this, but now you're setting this bigger goal than you ever have before. And your mind's going, what the heck are you doing right now? You know, like Mm -hmm. you've already pushed me out of my comfort zone once and now you're doing it again. So really that's what it is, right? It's just you getting out of your comfort zone and growing to the next level. Mm -hmm. And it's like this circle that just kind of keeps going, except every time you do it, you have the tools to, you know, now yeah. know what you're going to do to move forward. Like you're going to know that feeling when it comes up and you're going to go, Oh, I remember mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Okay. You have a lot more experience and you know exactly how to kind of deal with the things that are coming in a lot better way than you have done in the past. Yeah. So uh, back to your client really fast. You, when you yeah. said that she, you know, really thought that this was a failed launch, like what, what, what would you consider a failed launch? Hmm. Well, that's a great question, actually. <laughs> I like to think that, you know, a launch is never a failure in reality um, because there's always something that you can learn from the launch. Mm. So in that sense, it's not a failed launch. And like we just talked about, you know, the goals and all that things that we set for ourselves, it doesn't really mean anything. So how can we say that it failed mm. just because of the goals, you know? Yeah. So I would just make sure that, you know, if you feel like a launch is failing, try to find some different perspective on things. Okay. You know, how, how can I learn from this? How can I, you know, take this launch and, you know, make it better for the next time instead mm-hmm. of trying to get hung up on, oh, this didn't work. Oh, this didn't work. Oh, this didn't work. Oh, everything just was, ugh. I didn't yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just kind of look at it in different perspective and try to figure out what can I learn from this? How can I make this better in the next round? Can I do something different? And, you know, why didn't this work instead of this didn't work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I I think it's really important that you, after each launch, you take a moment to kind of review your launch and just go over, you know, like, like I said, you know, what didn't work and look at the things that did actually work and, how can you make that those things that work? How can you make that even better? And those things that didn't work, do we need to change it, or do we can we make it better? Or you know, just looking through those things. And I also think it's important that we look at the numbers in the sense of you know conversion rates. I think that speaks clearer than just looking at you know oh I got you know so and so sales, but if you look at how many people you know went from your you sent out. Uh, launch to your email list okay how many went to click on the sales page mm-hmm. that will get, tell you if the email did its job to get people to click to the sales page and then you can look at how many people went from sales page to the checkout page mm-hmm. then you will know if the sales page is performing well or not and you know if the checkout page to actually getting people to buy you can see that conversion rate and how that is doing so you, you might not have to change every single step but it might be one step that's doing a lot worse than some of the other ones and that's kind of where you want to put your focus on and not try to change absolutely everything because there's probably some things in your launch that's actually working you know yeah 
Yeah. So what do you say for those people that are in like launch free fall, meaning like they're, you know, um, they're in there, like their carts open and not, and you, they feel like nothing's happening, like nothing's happening. Like, and they're like, Oh my God, what do I do? Do I add bonuses? Like, because we will just try to give, get more, right. Mm -hmm. To help people to get in. Right. And which really isn't serving anybody because it, especially if you have like a course like, or, you know, even a, a big course or a small course, like you keep adding things and you're just going to mm-hmm. overwhelm your people and you're yeah. going to overwhelm yourself because now you're, you know, I don't want to say over promising, but you might be extending yourself so far that you can't, you're not going to be able to, um, you know, fulfill yeah. all those commitments. Yeah. You're kind of diluting your offer basically. And diluting your kind, value. Yeah. 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 So I would say in most cases, is usually if you know you're not getting the sales. It usually has something to do with people not resonating with your messaging. Mm. And messaging is extremely important. Uh, so you need to know. I think it's really important that you really understand your well, different names for this, but dream clients, avatar, yeah. or ideal client avatar, or whatever you want to call it. But you need to know who your customer is, and you really need to know deeply how they think and how they feel and what it is that they do. And, and also it's great to know all the demographics, you know, are they married, you know, what age are they, do they have kids, all that stuff. That's also great. But I think it's really important to understand the thinking, the feeling, what are they saying, you know, using their language mm-hmm. in their messaging is extremely important, but it, yeah, messaging is so crucial. So it's really important that you understand who your customer is so that you can really get that message through to them and they understand you and they can relate to you. Yeah. Uh, but I also think it's, um, you know, not conveying the value of the offer that you have as well. Yes. Yeah. That is that, also... That's a hard one for people too sometimes because I think they're so passionate about their product or their service. Which is that, really good. Yeah, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. it's incredible that they're so passionate about it, but sometimes they're so passionate about it. It's hard for them to put into words to like to talk mm-hmm. about it and the value and using the language, like you just said that their ideal clients can understand Yeah, that like, don't use your industry jargon for your sales page because, or messages like any of your messaging. Yeah. Like you need to know what, how they think, how they talk, what they're saying about what their pain points are. Mm-hmm. Because I, you know, we can, I could, which was one of my problems in the beginning too. Like I was going way deeper into like, like the mindset stuff yeah. and not talking about the surface pain mm-hmm. points. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh my gosh, I'm so sick of sitting here in front of my computer trying to figure out what to post every day. That's what they were saying. Yeah. Exactly. What I was saying is, you know, was like way down beneath and they were like, I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. You know? Yeah. No, it is true. It's about, you know, giving them what they want and or selling them what they want. And then you kind of give them what they need they once need. they are on yes. the inside. Yeah. So that's when you kind of can get into the, you know, the mindset and all that stuff, because that is important. And that's definitely something you want to get into your course, if that's something that you do, but don't try to sell people on that because people don't want to change their mindset. Like you said, they want to just kind of figure this thing out. And then, you know, what is it that you post every day? It's, yeah. It's really simple, but it's easy to forget and overlook. Yeah, because they're going, oh, what do you mean? Like, I don't I don't feel unworthy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to know what to post next. You know? mm-hmm. No, it's <laughs> and, true. And you're like, oh, damn. Like, that's, you know, yeah, you got to put the pieces together. There's like, you know, the three levels of the surface, what they're actually doing right now, what they're actually saying, what their problem is right this second. Mm-hmm. And then like that next layer of, um, you know, you, they're not quite way down in the depths of like their mindset yet, but they're kind of going, mm, you know, this is hard. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? Is this worth it? And then that next layer 
that their sub, you know, subconscious is going, I'm not worthy. I Mm. can't, you know, I'm not competent. I, you know, all those things. And then, you know, no, they don't, they're, nobody's thinking about the I'm unworthy and I'm not competent on the surface. So when you're using those words, they're like, what do you mean? You're calling me stupid. You know, (laughs) (laughs) no, no, I'm not. Uh, Yeah. These are the things that they would. Yeah. I mean, this is, these are the things I would (laughs) say to the therapist, you know, how are you feeling? (laughs) That's why the therapist asked this question. How are you feeling about that? Yeah. And then you kind of let it all out and just like, Oh my God. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I didn't know this, but you know, it's always been there, but you don't really think about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, exactly how I start with all my clients. Like, where are you? Like, what's going on? Tell me what's going on. So I want to know what's going on right now for you in your own words. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the next question is pretty much the same thing. Great. Tell me more. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me more, you know, because then you want to dig really, yeah, they'll start pulling out all those other words, you know, those middle words. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and then you're like, oh, like that really sucks. Like, give me a little bit more. Like, why, right. why do you think that's happening? And then it's, then it's like, like the floodgates open and they're like, oh, I'm not worth it. And I can't do this. And this sucks. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally true. And if yeah. you ask people like, you know, uh, I think it's important to kind of send out a survey or something after your launch. So mm-hmm. I would actually send to both those who did buy from you and ask mm-hmm. them, okay, what did you buy? What was the things that you kind of, you know, resonated with you and so that you can kind of figure out what was working. Uh, but also, you know, want to ask the, those people that didn't buy, you know, why didn't you buy? What? And most of the time people are going to say things like, you know, well, it wasn't the right time for me and I didn't have the money to it right now. Those mm-hmm. are typical questions, but sometimes you will get something else, something that's really valuable to something, you know, those golden nuggets that you can use in your marketing and kind of improve your launch or sales page or offer in, Mm. as well actually yeah like you know the people that will say i didn't really understand what i was getting or um you know like i didn't understand what this could do for me Mm -hmm. like those are if you're getting something like that then you know something was failing in the messaging yes yeah those are the golden nuggets where you're like oh and then try to try to you know get a conversation going with those people because that's where Mm -hmm. you're you know like dig that's when you're like oh great tell me about that because i really want to know mm-hmm. why yeah get them on a call if you can that would be yeah. better record yeah. it and get a transcript and look over it afterwards yeah definitely because those are the people that are you know really going to help you through the next one mm-hmm. that's valuable information to find out why somebody didn't buy exactly yeah yeah. And it might be that it wasn't the right time. Uh, so, you know, maybe they will join you on the next time you launch. So that's another reason why you shouldn't quit the first time. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was just listening to somebody else's podcast. I don't remember exactly who it was the other day, but somebody said, Oh, um, Catherine's and Kina, the manifestation right. babe. Yeah. Um, and I was listening to her and she was saying, you know, I have people that have gone, you know, two or three launches with me and then bought. I've had people that have been following me for a while and buy on the first time they go through a launch with me. Or mm-hmm. I have people that just keep going, launch, 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 and they don't buy. Yeah. I, I mean, when I joined Business by Design with James Wedmore, mm. uh, I actually joined Tribe with Stu McLaren through James Wedmore at the time. Oh, yeah. um, so I, I was, you know, going through... Uh, well, James always delivers, you know, something extra when he's doing some affiliate work. Uh, yeah. But I didn't really pay attention to any of his stuff. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I <laughs> I just wanted to kind of get a good deal and, you know, James whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, when the time came and he launched Business by Design, you know, it's like, hmm, okay, he's doing this video series. Cool. Okay, I'll check it out. And it's like, oh, yeah, wow, this really works. resonated with me. And this was really cool. And I liked his way of presenting things. And yeah. All of a sudden, just because of he doing that video series, I got, you know, I kind of fell in love with the guy. And, yeah. And, you know, before you know it, I spent, you know, a couple of thousand dollars and joining his course. Yeah. And I really didn't know who he was until, you know, that first launch, even though I joined his affiliate to through Tribe. But mm-hmm. 
like I said, I didn't really pay attention to him and I didn't bother, you know, who he was. Mm-hmm. So that means, you know, if the messaging is really good and you can convey the value really well, you know, people can buy and spend a couple thousand dollars on you without even thinking about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I found um, I found James through Jasmine Star through Social Curators. Right. When he did his live in her group, I was like, oh, who's this guy? Let me go check him out. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, look at all this. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's about, you know, getting the right message in front of the right people at the right time. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that he, sounds totally cliche, but it's so true, though. I know. <laughs> it does sound totally cliche. And, and then people go, well, how do I know when the right time is? Well, mm-hmm. you don't, right? No. You, you know. just keep putting your stuff out there and the people that are meant to see it will see it when it's their right yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. I, I, it has nothing to do with when you launch it. It's about, right. you know, when people are ready to buy, that's when the time is right for them. Yeah. And that will be different for everybody, but uh, it has nothing to do when you're launching. I mean, I've heard people launch in mid-December and doing really well, even though you might think that, you know, people are busy with the holidays and, you know, buying presents and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. you can actually launch in December as well and get a good result. Yeah. Uh, you can launch whenever you'd like and get a really yeah. good result like that. You know, it all depends on, again, you know, are you resonating with the people you want to resonate with? Mm-hmm. I mean, and- in these days when we have the coronavirus, I mean, people are actually questioning, should I launch? Because they're worried because, you know, they're, Comparing this to the recession in back in 2008, I, I think it was. Oh. So they're comparing it to this and they think, you know, okay, this is a time where people don't have money to buy and all that stuff. But that doesn't mean that you can't launch anything. Uh, you might get a different result if things weren't happening, but there's still going to be people who are going to buy and there's still people that you're going to help. So why not launch? And if, you know, we keep, things keep going the way they're going and they're, you know, shutting down schools and people are working from home and all the people that are working from home, where do you think they're going to go to look for things to learn from? Mm -hmm. They're going to go online. They're going to go online. Yeah. So I just did a post about this today. Like don't stop right now because Mm -hmm. if you stop now, you're like, you're more, trust me, more success is going to come to those online business owners right now because people need them. People Mm -hmm. need their expertise. They need their leadership. They need their education. They need their message. They need the things that you have, especially right now. Yeah. So keep going. going. (laughs) Don't stop. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Because a lot of people are going to stop. Yeah. So, you know, what, what does that, that helps you. I mean, not that I would ever want anybody to stop and I'm not, you know, don't take that the wrong way. My wonderful audience. When I say that I'm telling you not to stop. Right. So, but people will stop and, and you know, who is going to shine brighter when other people stop? Mm -hmm. You are. So bring your light, get your butt out there. Go be fearless and just do it. Keep going. So true. Yeah. So Ken, what do you, uh, do you have some last words of amazing advice for us before we wrap this up? We've definitely said a lot. So I think (laughs) most of the things that uh, it's important, but like I said in the beginning, I think if you can just take the time to plan your launch it's going to make your launch, when, once you get to your actual launch, it's going to make it so much easier. And I know it might sound overwhelming to get into the whole planning part, but it doesn't really have to be. Just kind of get started with just a piece of paper and write down all the ideas you have and you know write down some bullet points and make sure that you get something on a paper and then you can kind of you know sort things around and you know maybe schedule a few things. And I think that is really important as well that you kind of, Make sure once you start planning, you make sure that you set some deadlines for yourself so that you don't kind of push things forward constantly because then you're going to end up, you know, a couple of weeks before launch and you haven't done anything. Yeah. No, not a good thing. So, but I will also kind of say that I like to 
you know, work in those 90 day cycles mm. and have like, so once my client is finished with this launch, she will have 90 days or something around that 60 to 90 days until she launches again. Mm. So we will spend this next six days. First, we're going to, you know, review the launch and make sure that we, you know, figure out what worked, what didn't work and all that stuff. And then we're going to work on how can you improve it. And then we'll get started on, okay, let's start planning out the next launch so that we have everything ready for the launch once this, once we reach that point. Yeah. So I see you have a 90-day launch plan essential. Yes, I do. Tell us about so that. Basically, it's just, uh, I you can call it a mini course, but it basically is just a uh, plan for you to make sure that you kind of check all the boxes of a launch so that you kind of don't miss a thing and you will get some helpful tips inside of that one. So it will help you kind of get a clear overview of, you know, what is it that you need to think about? And it also has some, you know, when you should schedule emails. Um, some, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in there and definitely will help you release some of that weight off your shoulders so that you don't have to do it all on your own. You kind of have this process that will help you make sure that you get started on planning it. And um, yeah, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. And that's great, especially for people that have never launched before, because then they're going, oh, yeah. what do I even do? Like, I don't even know what to do. Like, where do I Absolutely. even start? So yeah, yes. that's great to have a bunch of things to, you know, like plan, planned out near 90 yeah. days kind of planned out for you. That's amazing. Yeah. And you don't so, have to do everything in this, not any launch plan that I have, but you know, pick out some things that make sense for you, and you know, you don't have to do everything. But it is a big list of mm-hmm. a lot of things that you could do, but it doesn't mean that you have to do it right now. If it is your first launch, second launch, so like I said, you know, wait with the Facebook ads till you've done a couple launches, then you can start thinking about that. So yeah, mm. awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll link that up in the show notes, so anyone that wants to check that out can can go there and check that out. Awesome. And I will also link up Ken's podcast, the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast. I love that name. <laughs> That's <so laughs> <Yeah>. great. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll link that up in the show notes as well. And thank you so much, Ken, for coming on today. I really appreciate all of your wisdom. And uh, if anyone has questions for Ken, Ken, where can people find you on social media? Um, I mostly hang out on Instagram. So it's just Ken Wesker. Uh... And yeah, should find me uh, as well. Uh, it's W E S T G A A R D, so mm. it's kind of unusual. Yeah, two name. A's, right? Two A's, yeah. yeah. It's a Norwegian thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, you know, yeah. All right. Yeah, I will uh, link that up as well. And if you listened to this episode and loved what Ken or I had to say, I would love for you to take a quick. Uh, so, not a selfie. What am I talking about? A screenshot. Take screenshot. a screenshot yeah. of you listening to this podcast and uh, share it in your stories and tag us. And we'll come say hey and answer any questions that you have. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, Ken. Thank you again. And everyone else, I will see you in the next episode.